What is up, everybody? Matt Swifty Perry here with the Leader Swift Podcast. Today, we got a special episode with Matt Brown. No, I know a few Matt Browns. This is the evangelist Matt Brown. Matt, Matt's been in, in ministry for a long time and loves sharing uh, with other people all about Jesus. And he talks to us about evangelism and leadership and leading people closer to Jesus. He's an incredible leader and just an incredible guy. I'm stoked for this episode. We're going to jump right in with Matt Brown. What is up, everybody? I am here with Matt Brown, two Matts on a podcast. How's it going today? Hey, bro. That's right. I like that. <laughs> it's great to be with you. How is Minnesota? Is it is it hot? Is it cold? What What's the weather like? Oh, man. Well, typically it's cold here, as you know, uh, if you've heard about us at all. But no, it's beautiful during the summer, so it's it's perfect here right now. That's Not awesome. too humid, you know, great temperature and, um, you know, but of course there's a lot of things going on in Minnesota, as you know, that's where some of the racial unrest started with the death of George Floyd. And so we're, we're actually, um, our families kind of, you know, anyone near the Twin Cities is semi-close. And um, so that's been uh, sad to see, but also like important what's happening with that. Um, and it's, it's actually been cool, man, to see like, no one's talking about this, like especially not the news, but, but churches and leaders that are serving the city in this time and serving people and meeting needs and praying. And it feels like revival is happening, honestly, on the streets a lot. So wow. uh, the church is not in the building, but it's in the streets right now. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, there's a few things I only know about Minnesota. Uh, some of what is what you just talked about, a few churches, and I'm a big basketball nerd, so I know about the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, yes. And they might be selling the team to Kevin Garnett, which would be unreal. Be perfect, man. I saw that. Yeah. And he's like a staple. And so uh, I think that'd be a really cool thing. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, Matt, tell us a little bit about you and your leadership journey. Yeah. So uh, I grew up in a Christian home uh, since the, I came to Christ in early age, since I called the ministry at an early age. But um, when I was 17 at a youth conference, uh, in Minneapolis. Uh, it was my first time attending what has been our home church now for many years. Um, at this youth conference, there was an evangelist speaking. And on the second day, he was just talking about God's heart for people who are far from far from him and how much people need Christ. And God just gave me a burden um, and spoke to me at that time to, in my heart to be an evangelist uh, very specifically. And for many years, I had known I had a call to ministry, but I didn't necessarily have any clear direction from God. Uh, but God's just spoke so clearly and guided me over the coming months and year so clearly. Um, you know, some people um, may, may not have as clear of a call for me. It was just like so crystal clear, you know, preach the gospel, focus your life on evangelism. And so I've been doing that ever since now for about 20 years, went to Bible college, actually downtown Minneapolis. And, and the college we went to is actually where they – um, where they held George Floyd's funeral, actually, um, which was really cool to see. Um, it was crazy. There's all these like rappers and famous people gathering at this chapel where, uh, where we, where, you know, we prepared for ministry and prayed and sought God for revival. Wow. Um, and, and so it's not far from where that all took place and, and went down. And uh, our 
current the current Bible college president there did a great job leading and and really he set up a scholarship in George Floyd's name for young aspiring black leaders and encouraged every university in America to do it as well. So that was that was really powerful to see um, all the news talking about that as an idea for universities to do. But yeah, I went to this uh, this Bible college and then just began preaching, started a ministry called Think Eternity. And um, really my, my heart's desire, man, from the beginning has been to work with close friends, um, to do ministry with some good friends over a lifetime. And um, I, I just really, I, I didn't have a hope or a goal to just be by myself. Um, now, I don't necessarily, we're a small organization currently. I don't necessarily know if we're ever going to be, you know, 50 employees or 100. And I'm not too worried about that all I really wanted to do again, and it's pretty much remained the same in my heart for 20 years now of ministry, is just to work with some good friends and to do it together with others. And so that's really been happening more than ever in the last few years. Just got uh, several other uh, ministers and leaders that I work alongside in the Think Eternity uh, ministry, and, and that's just to share the gospel. And so we're really just focused on sharing Jesus and all the things that we're doing through a couple different areas. Um, events and crusade-like ministry, mentoring young leaders, um, and then, uh, you know, social media obviously has become something. When I was called into ministry, social media wasn't a super big thing, um, so it kind of started coming around when I was in college, but I was slow to get on it, um, but that's now become obviously a passion of mine as well, so it's we love to call it digital missions. It's sharing the gospel online. Yeah, one of the biggest mission fields in the entire world. Um, it's crazy. I mean, it's historic, man. Like, no generation in history has had this opportunity and of course there's challenges with it and you know and and we can get addicted to it you know because of because of the way social media is built you know we love getting uh notifications from people and seeing people share our stuff and 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 there can be a lot of negative stuff but of course we see that it can be really positive too you can create so many friendships you know just people you never could have connected with before and so i just see that there's of course some bad but there's a lot of good too and it's this historic opportunity for the church yeah what i was really excited about i was bummed just like everybody else we couldn't do easter in person this year but what i was most excited about is more people heard the name of jesus in his gospel this oh, yeah. easter than any other time in the history totally like um just as an example there was a study done and i'm sure this it's probably even more but you know they said like a small percent I think it's like, you know, 3% of people in the United Kingdom go to church on a given weekend. And during April, uh, because of all the online churches, it was like 30% of the United Kingdom was going to church online. And dude, those numbers are probably bigger because a lot of people will watch with their family. So like, it's how do, how do you track an yeah. individual, you're, you're you know, and know exactly how many are, are watching. And so in my opinion, you know, of course, there's probably been some some roller coasters, some ups and downs, because it's <laughs> this has gone on longer than people initially were were worried about or, or hoping for or thinking. Um, and it's been, you know, it feels like, you know, obviously April felt like two years, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> so it feels like it's been a long time. And I'm not a pastor, but I'm watching uh, all my friends and all these leaders uh, do a great job leading in it. It's it's a unique time. It's a I would say it's like a hundred year historic time to just know like this is a this is not normal. Um, there's some trauma that I think will come with this for leaders, but but I am seeing yes, like you're saying, just amazing, amazing things happening, and uh, hopefully a lot of churches will stay online 
you know, after this, because there's some that weren't online, didn't get online until this happened. So yeah. hopefully they'll just keep seeing the digital missions happen as well as their church, their local church ministry. Absolutely. Matt, You, I know you speak around quite a bit, and uh, imagine you're in a room full of leaders, and they ask you, Matt, teach us one leadership lesson that we can just apply today to our lives to lead better and lead healthier. What would you say? Totally. Well, you know, I was thinking about this because there's a there's a couple of things uh, that would be top of mind. Uh, but, you know, a book I wrote recently uh, released last year called Truth Plus Love, the Jesus Way to Influence. I just talk about how um, as leaders and as believers, we're called to walk with both truth and love. And I, I took the book uh, to write. Really, I started with love and wrote about all the fruit of the spirit. And I said, if we grow in love and joy and peace and kindness and gentleness, faithfulness, goodness, self-control, and all the fruit of the Spirit. If we grow in those things, took a chapter on each one of them and just said, how do we grow in each of these areas of our lives? People are drawn to the truth that we have. And I open uh, that just kind of telling the story because I think part of where this came from was God teaching me about spiritual maturity. What does it mean to grow in Christ? It's not just uh, uh, aesthetic things you do. It's not just disciplines in your life, but it's your attitude and your heart as well that is being transformed to be more like Christ. Because if you look at the fruit of the Spirit, those are the, the characteristics of Christ. Those are the characteristics of God. That's the character of God. It's some of his character there. Uh, God is faithful, and so we're called as leaders to be faithful. You know, But the thought was, as we grow in these things, our influence with people will grow. As we treat them with gentleness, the people that we're leading, as we treat them with, you know, and let the, the genuine joy of Christ overflow in our lives into the lives of our family and the lives of those we work with and those we lead, there will be a growing influence in our lives. And I actually gave an equation in the book, truth plus love equal influence. Of course, we need truth. The truth of God's word is powerful. It changes lives. Like Henrietta Amir said, she was this, uh, this Sunday school teacher from Hollywood Presbyterian Church back in the 1930s and 40s. And she's her life is just amazing. And she said, Christianity isn't adding a burden to your life. It's adding power. So there's this power of God that comes in the gospel, that comes in the truth of God's word. When we teach it, we live it, and we preach it, and we lead with it. But also these characteristics, when we walk with those together true plus love equals influence i think there will be a growing influence and i just shared about some leaders in my life that you know kind of burned the bridge with me early on in ministry and leadership i didn't obviously call anyone out by name <laughs> but just experiences that i had that was uh was hard and difficult to walk through. i think every leader has that we all have that and a lot of times it's early on in ministry we have people that hurt us or uh it kind of uh changes our perception of ministry and you know, I just think, man, if those guys just would have been kind, I would still be promoting them today. Even as my influence wow. grows, their influence would grow. And so that's my thought to leaders is that, man, walk in truth and love. Walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Seek to grow in the fruit of the Spirit. Filter what you say and how you lead through the fruit of the Spirit. And when you do that, when you have truth and love, your influence will continue to grow, to impact the world, and to bring glory to God. Yeah, that is that's so powerful, right? Um, I think when I grew up learning, you know, those cheesy Sunday school songs about the fruit of the spirit. Uh, one thing that you don't really think of is is the last word in that saying, spirit, right? That the Holy mm. Spirit leads us 
to these fruits and we sit down yep. and we think about how can I grow in these fruits? How can I grow in these fruits? But attached yep. to it is the Holy Spirit leads us into yep. those. Yep, there, exactly. It's it's the Spirit doing it in us. Now, I just kind of give this thought too that I think we're called to aim towards it though. Just like holiness is something that we have in Christ before God when we accept faith in him. But, you know, the, as Jerry Bridges says in The Pursuit of Holiness, there's a holiness we're also called to work towards. You know, the Bible says be holy and it teaches us how to walk holy and to grow in discipleship and spiritual maturity. In the same way, I think the fruit of the Spirit is something that the Spirit cultivates in our lives in a genuine way as we spend time with the Lord, as we grow in Him in, a, in prayer and the Word and all of that type of stuff, the community of the church. But also, we're called to aim towards it and work towards it. And, and it's not our natural response. Like, when you see things getting you frustrated about politics, about the world, and you see stuff online and you see news articles, you want to be frustrated. Our natural response is to not to walk in the fruit of the spirit. And so we have to surrender and keep in, the Bible says to keep in step with the spirit. Yeah, and we have to kind of surrender true. our impulses throughout the day to say, no, I'm called to be a person of self-control. Oh, I'm called to be a person of, you know, of goodness. I'm called, oh, I'm called to be a person that is this sound, do I sound joyful? Am I walking in joy? Now, we couple that, obviously, with the truth of God's word, because we're called to bring truth, too, but with the fruit of the Spirit. Yes, that is so good, and and that's such a great encouragement for leaders. I think oftentimes we get so focused on the organization and being a high-impact, high-level leader that we miss slowing down, letting the Spirit lead us, and growing in these fruits. Uh, yes. Exactly what you said. The best leaders that I've seen, they display the fruits of the spirit in their in their yes. leadership. Yes, exactly. It's aiming for faithfulness, not necessarily fame. You know, it's aiming for gentleness, not necessarily uh, the intense leader who gets everything done. You know, and so it's like you know, walking and, and trying to keep in line with those and allow the spirit and pray that the spirit will work that in our lives as we seek the Lord. Wow, that's such a good thought, such a good encouragement. Matt, thank you so much. Where can people find you on social media? Yeah, so at Evangelist Matt on social media and then thinky.org. Uh, and then uh, my podcast uh, on Access Mort's Think Eternity with Matt Brown, wherever you listen as well. That's amazing. And we will link all of that in the show notes so it can just be an easy, quick follow. Uh, but you are so much fun to follow and connect with on social media. I know that's how we connected. And so thank you so much for giving us some time today. Yeah, thank you, Matt. I love it.